Welcome to BC Museums Week 2023. Hi, Spencer. Thank you so much for joining me today. Would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Certainly. My name is Spencer Stewart, and I am the project manager for BC Museum Portraits. And what is BC Museum Portraits? It's a, an audio-visual archive that's hosted by the BC Museum Association. It's, it's available through their site. And what it works to do is create really a collection of the various museums and archives through the province of British Columbia. It's made up of uh, audio interviews with various uh, members of the museums and archives and photographs taken by the uh, project photographer, Tayu Hayward. That's so cool. Now you said audio interviews and we're here on a podcast. Um, so are they, are you making a, a differentiation between podcasts and audio interviews? Is this more like documenting oral history? Well, I, I you know, ultimately it's on a sort of a podcast platform. Mm. Mm. It, they're, are a couple of kind of initial questions that are presented to participants, but there is also a conversational element that starts mm -hmm. to just inevitably happen once we start to go into the conversations of, of the museum and uh, various members' histories with that museum. Um, the project really does touch on this, this sense that the museums within this province are really made up by the the dedicated individuals who are the curators and archivists and sometimes volunteers of those museums. And so that sense of people's personal involvement with the museums and the overall history of them is often something that kind of mixes together. Uh, so it starts, that. yeah, it starts very much as a, as a kind of a, um, a couple of set questions of people's involvement, but then it, it almost always blooms into, uh, into uh, other topics and other questions. That's fantastic. That's how I, I like to approach our podcast, uh, as all of our listeners know, conversational focus. Uh, so I'm going to start putting audio interview in my LinkedIn. And uh, when I approach people to be like, would you like to join us for an audio interview? And then surprise, it's a podcast. Um, <laughs> I would love to know how uh, BC Museum Portraits came to be. Yeah, so the, the project started out, it was, uh, it began with a personal interest that I have towards museums in the province. So um, something that I also am involved in is I'm a, a collections advisor for private collectors as well as institutions, specifically universities and their special collections, focusing on uh, rare books, manuscripts, prints, and photography. Mm -hmm. And what was happening is I was doing a drive through the Rockies to uh, to Calgary. And just as personal interest stopped at a couple of museums and had conversations with some of the curators with an interest in collection management and just how uh, how were the collections doing? How were they being stored? What was the history of those those places and those museums? And from those conversations, I realized that there they were all first of all, it was really interesting the variation on the theme of the museum. You know, they were all, museums by name, but the mm -hmm. way in which they came into being was very different. And I'd had that suspicion, but I was really surprised at that, uh, the uniqueness of them. And then 
that sort of got me thinking that this could be a project that would be province-wide. And that's when I approached the BC Museum Association with the idea, and we, we went from there. And uh, and so part of my work with the project is also the fundraising for it and, and making sure that we're able to uh, to do the trips. Um, but as a platform, BC Museum Association was a, was a really good uh, fit, I think, because because of the advocacy that they do for um, practitioners in the province and their awareness of the unique characteristics of all the different museums and the, and the different regions that they're based in. Thank you very much for saying that. That's very sweet. Um, <laughs> we didn't, we did not pay him to say that for the BCMA. Um, no. Uh, that's, the, that's so interesting you say that because I, I love asking museum professionals how they got into our sector. Um, was really common when I first started to hear from folks who just sort of fell into a job in the sector. Um, you know, it happened accidentally um, or just through back doors and different means and, you know, one grant here, one grant there. Um, so I, I also love the idea of like, how, how did this museum come to be? Uh, how did how did these people get here? And, and what was the, the drive behind that? If you don't mind me asking, how did you get into private collections? That started through, so my background, I, I, I got a master's in art history and I went mm. on to work uh, with an auction house. And then from there, uh, as I was working in the auction house, uh, I was working with collectors and started to get the sense that really mature collectors kind of, they almost, uh, they, they needed help and guidance in terms of where to place their collections. And sometimes yeah. I would be, I'd be visiting on with the interests of working for the auction house. And very often these collections were bigger and they could have found a home in institutions as well as being uh, sold through auction, but that there just wasn't enough time. And mm -hmm. so I developed a private practice out of that, of kind of consultation with collectors and institutions. Um, and so I helped, collectors with with buying uh you know items for their collection as they're building their collection but also thinking about the the longer process of placing collection in an institution and what would be the appropriate place for putting it and how does that align with the collections in those institutions um, so, so it really came out of a it came out of a kind of absence there was a sort of a space mm -hmm. in between and I, I don't work as a as a book seller or anything i don't hold any inventory mm -hmm. i kind of work just on the interests of the of the collector and and trying to make sure that you know you find a good home for for these collections so in your background with collections with private collections then as you um moved into this bc museums portraits project did you see this sort of overlap between the people you're working with that are just passionate about collecting yeah i think you know th this is this is one of the threads of the regional museum that you find mm -hmm. in the province of British Columbia mm -hmm. is, is that you'll find uh, either an individual or a group of people that came together to form a historical society mm -hmm. in which they, they then bring together uh, family collections or collections of the surrounding area that they, they feel are, are relevant to the story of that region. And, and then they start to build from there. And you know this is this is something that I think is an ongoing discussion, especially with regards to collection management into the future. Mm -hmm. Is is the discussion of uh, 
you know, the the example of an object for a bunch of a, a number of objects, or do you have all the different varieties of of that object? Um, you know, I think of an example like, um, you know, maybe maybe a, a type of farming implement mm -hmm. in which you have several of the same type of implement uh, because these were all connected to particular families. Uh, mm -hmm. So do you focus on having that as representative of the family participation in the collection or mm -hmm. do you step back and and look at just having the primary or best example of that implement um, for the larger community? You know, that mm -hmm. that seems to be something that is a uh, uh, is a discussion that is mm -hmm. ongoing, especially mm -hmm. presently. Mm -hmm. Are there other connecting threads? You just you just said that um, this desire for collections and and display is one of the the connecting threads you've seen for the province. Are there other ones that you've seen? Yeah, definitely. I think the one of the overall uh, things that you see with a variety a lot of the institutions in mm -hmm. in the province. Um, is this shift from a historical society or a volunteer organization through to something that's a bit more of a, of a professional uh, museum um, or a kind of a more of a more of a community cultural hub. Mm. And that was one of the kind of that was the impetus for this project as well is, is that that transition is an interesting transition in the the mission statement of a of a museum too, as mm -hmm. it shifts from being something that's maybe volunteer and maybe inward looking uh, to something that is trying to uh, communicate a history of a region and its people to mm -hmm. to visitors. You know, that's that's sort of a different approach. And so, you know, there is some, there's turnover in the sector often or people moving to different uh, museums mm -hmm. to work as, as curators and executive directors. And so this project serves as, as an archive in the sense of the different mm -hmm. people that have been involved to make the museum what it is today. Um, so you think of uh, maybe some of the district regional museums that represent a larger group. Mm -hmm. You know, how did that come to be? How did, how did, the, how did those... Uh, lines get drawn and and how did that collection start to come into formation um, so these are these are kind of the uh, these are that's really a, one of the major uh, ideas around this project mm. can you take us through what a normal visit might look like or an average visit a regular visit yeah we the project at present has uh, 52 portraits that have been captured of different different mm -hmm. museums mm -hmm. and we've talked to close to a little over 70 people uh, in the different institutions. And the way that that kind of comes about is, is well, uh, I also sort of plan the logistics of the trips. And so we think about uh, different regions. Mm -hmm. I'm based in Vancouver. And so the lower mainland Fraser Valley was, those are sort of day trips, but the longer ones away, the Vancouver Island trip, as well as uh, the Gulf Islands uh, took a little bit of logistics. And so you're sort mm -hmm. of planning that, um, and, and then sending questions in advance for people to consider. And then on the day, it's, it's really, you know, showing up and, and going for a tour of, of the museum, seeing all the various collections. Um, we do a lot of, you know, pre-reading of the, of, the, of the museums and what are some mm -hmm. of the strong collections in those museums. And, you know, often those also reflect uh, industry as well as uh, as well as people in those regions. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then from there, you know, at that time, Tai Yu's taking photos of the uh, of the collections and the and the space and uh, and the interviewees. And I'll have a sit down with uh, with the various representatives, and we'll we'll have a conversation about the the museum and what what's on their mind in terms of uh, for the future. What are some of their aspirations, mm -hmm. as well as uh, you know the the history of the museum itself. Had you traveled the province a lot before you started this project? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, nice. I, I, yeah, so I, I I grew up in the in the Lower Mainland, but mm -hmm. you know, family drove around a lot on the island and in and around the interior. The northern part of the provinces I have not explored as uh, extensively, but you mm -hmm. know, I've 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 been fortunate enough to drive around the province um, uh, quite a few times, and it's. Uh, mm -hmm. It's always different. <laughs> it's really mm -hmm. wild. Mm -hmm. It sounds lovely when you were when you were talking about the museums. I was like, oh, how beautiful it must be to be able to uh, travel around our province and and come upon a community and hear about, like you said, the industry, the the background, the history, what what these um, folks working in our sector want to celebrate and highlight, and um, and that they wanted to so badly that they built a museum, they built a uh, a place to come and learn. It just it's so lovely. Um, which leads me to my next question. I wanted to know, you know, what makes the museums in our province so special, so you so wonderful? Yeah, I would say one of the things is that because the museums are relatively young organizations, mm -hmm. meaning in the last, you know, in more or less in and around uh, post World War II context, mm -hmm. they they are they don't have uh, an inertia within the organization that slows it down from changing its format. And what I mean by that is shifting from, say, uh, simply just cabinets and kind of mm -hmm. a monologue about a museum or about a regional history, um, shifting over into that's something that's more of a dialogue or more interactive or uh, maybe is, is critical of some of the collections and is mm -hmm. asking those difficult questions about about uh, regional histories. So that's something I think is really uh, is really interesting and unique. You know, even um, traveling around in, in different parts of the world and seeing different museums, sometimes you see this the kind of model of a, of a very monologue based mm -hmm. um, descriptive panel type approach in which there's not a lot of room to connect with with the mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. That seems to be something of a of a transition that's been is is ongoing and has been happening in the province for for some time now, um, and it's really a shift from um, a kind of staid model to something that's a bit more um, a bit more interactive, more more of almost a community hub. And you know, talking about the the trips, you know, going to these places, it is I think it is really important to to most of the time the approach to these communities is driving into them and it is mm -hmm. so interesting where the museums are in the different places and I think that is something that's really um, important they all have their own feel as to where they mm -hmm. are are they are they on the uh, you know are they on a threshold of uh, of development and expansion of that community into another space are they getting bigger or is it right in the core of the community um, mm -hmm. you know that that sort of stuff is is an interesting um, is interesting inflection of these different museums and how they connect with their uh, with their communities. Mm -hmm. 
I am in my role at the BCMA. I've had the pleasure of hosting our uh, awards show. And um, part of that has been recognizing distinguished service and recognizing um, folks who've uh, we had an anniversary for our award show, not last year, but the year before. And I looked back um, over the years at the the folks we'd celebrated for a Distinguished Service Award. And it's so heartwarming and wonderful and lovely and um, thought-provoking and thoughtful to look back and see that there's people in these communities that they are, they're the driving force for what's happening in these regions. They're the driving force for what's happening at the museum. And they are the ones who are bringing the community in or who are responding to the call for the community um, in their in their organization. And when you were, when you were talking about the museums, that, that's what came to mind was all these folks that have been, I don't know, the lightning rod for making things happen. It was just something, just something thoughtful that came to mind. Um, so thank you. Uh, I, I always love an opportunity to reflect on the folks that have made our sector as amazing as it is. Um, I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, I mm. think I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I think a lot of uh, the people that have, you know, the people that have received that award recently and in the past, you know, this is that these are the people that have realized the potential of their museums mm -hmm. into the future and have mm -hmm. really helped shepherd that transfer from a volunteer smaller organization into something that uh, is maybe more outward looking and is engaging with people outside mm -hmm. and that more interactive model that I was that I was talking about and it mm -hmm. is one of those things that um, with all of the efforts to establish that there are you know, there are challenges moving forward, too, that I think a lot of these individuals touch on in mm -hmm. in the conversations that I've had. And they're not they're they're not uh, in, impossible goals, but they're certainly things to consider in a lot of these communities. You know, one of them being uh, board demographics mm. um, is, is something you were mentioning about kind of what are some threads that I'm seeing through the project. And one of them mm -hmm. is to do with uh, with the age of 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 the board and um, fostering that engagement with uh, with a new generation of um, museum practitioners into the future. I think that's mm -hmm. one one thing that is that is on the minds of a lot of these community leaders, as well as um, you know collections management, mm -hmm. um, getting a sense of what 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 does this museum have in its collection? Mm -hmm. um, how does it illustrate a regional history? And what are some, maybe some ways in which uh, we can move forward in terms of deaccessioning portions of the collection or um, having them um, on loan in other institutions, mm -hmm. these sorts of things. And then and then the other one is just uh, some of the changes that are happening in, in these communities, uh, either a predominant shift over to a community being known as kind of more of a retirement community mm -hmm. or one that's engaged with uh, more of say young families where there's maybe not so much a focus on museums at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing museums doing a really good job of trying to accommodate for families and doing really interesting uh, engagement with you know school programs and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. But how to kind of sustain uh, sustain that support and sustain that engagement into the mm -hmm. future. 
you know, as it changes from, say, a volunteer organization of of individuals within, say, like a resource town economy structure mm -hmm. into something where there's maybe um, people that might be working remotely or uh, or are have moved to the community because of uh, because of purposes of retiring. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just kind of a different it's a whole different uh, context. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it has the museum in the middle of a lot of changes at the moment that aren't yet fully settled mm -hmm. but because of a lot of you know individuals that do have a sense of the history of these museums and where they'd like to see them go and how they want to keep them in the community you know i have um i have a, a a lot of confidence that they will be able to make that uh transition absolutely i completely agree i think the people that work in our sector and the organizations that make up our sector are um so incredibly special and and uh, innovative, um, and that they they have a vision on where they could go or where they want to go, and are are currently walking on that path to get there. Yeah, and I think mm -hmm. you know what a difficulty in it's it's in how to communicate mm -hmm. the value of a museum into a larger context of say mm -hmm. you know. Um, in, into these discussions of, of provincial and federal budgets mm -hmm. uh, of, uh, you know, what, what you can't really quantify it sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and so figuring out different ways to communicate that value um, so that they are included in these mm -hmm. future plans of these communities into the future mm -hmm. is, mm -hmm. is, uh, is I think something that is a common thread through, uh, a lot of the discussions that I've had mm -hmm. and people have different, a variety of different ways of doing that. It might be a mm -hmm. um, partnership with other uh, people or organizations in the community. Um, it might be teaming up with other institutions in the province. It might be, you know, sharing exhibitions, all sorts of stuff like that. Um, there's a whole variety of, of different approaches to, uh, to, to doing that. But I think mm -hmm. um, it will, it will be a variety of different solutions. Uh, mm -hmm. to reach that goal. Mm -hmm. I did also really want to ask you, Spencer, as you've gone through the province, has there been one museum that really left an impact on you? They they all have very mm. unique attributes about them. Um, and it can be a variety of different things. It can be events mm -hmm. that they do uh, and the way that they engage the community it through those events like mm -hmm. i think of something like the uh salt spring island museum that has a has a fair every year in which there's um there's a whole variety of different like races and things like that and they have a very large uh kind of layout of a space mm -hmm. uh, on the island that allows them to to have those events so that's something that i know that they're ramping up again in the kind of post-covid and thinking about the logistics of putting that together again um, so that, you know, that one's kind of neat. I mean, think of like the Achilles Threshermen's Association in which mm -hmm. they have these different cabins that are curated by the different members of the association. Mm -hmm. So you're wandering around and you see these really eclectic um, spaces. Um, you know, something like the Umista Cultural Center in Allert mm -hmm. Bay, uh, in which, you know, they, the project of repatriating the um, the potlatch collection is something that's ongoing and there are pieces that have come home but there are still pieces 
uh, out in the world. And so that kind of like that tireless effort to just keep going uh, mm -hmm. is really, is really admirable and is important work. Um, you know, there's just a whole variety of them. I think of like the, the Tofino Heritage Museum is one that's mm -hmm. kind of, it, it's in a small space right now. I think it's got some plans for the future and to, to expand mm -hmm. and is a space too that has a has really, really rich history. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how mm -hmm. that moves into the future. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they all, they all have, uh, they all have these really, really unique qualities about them and even their sites too. You know, mm. I think of like the museum at Campbell, Campbell river that has the lookout. Um, it's, it's just such a, a, it's a beautiful space. You feel like you're kind of nestled up in the trees. Um, and you think of something like the Shimanus Valley museum where you're looking out onto onto the the mill as well and that that mm -hmm. has kind of an interesting uh relationship to some of the older machines in the collection so you're sort mm -hmm. of seeing the new ones moving around as the other ones are are in the museum um yeah so i i think they uh they all have these really kind of outstanding qualities i mean like the mm -hmm. canadian museum of flight in which you know if if you're there when uh either the curator or the president are there um you know, just the well of knowledge and interest in, mm. in planes and the contributions of of uh, Canadian planes internationally uh, mm -hmm. is really interesting and something that you you maybe don't think about on a daily basis. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there, there's all sorts. And then even like the Courtney and District Museum, uh, you know, they've done some publications, some book publications that are, I think, really interesting uses of the of the collection. And there mm. are a number of collections in BC that have these kind of interesting photo archives. Mm -hmm. I think that their their work has been really, uh, really interesting and a really nice model for how to how to uh, how to enliven those collections. Mm -hmm. And that was something that did kind of happen over uh, over the over the pandemic period mm -hmm. with collections that had been digitized, in which people from elsewhere who maybe were from communities started to engage with museums to see those collections and connect mm -hmm. with their, their, their families and the histories of, of where they're from. Um, so that was a really interesting uh, result of, of the pandemic mm -hmm. where people were, uh, were, were staying at home, but they were able to kind of connect with these, with these collections and some of the virtual uh, programmings that were, that were being offered at the time. And hopefully that's that sort of support and interest can, mm -hmm. can keep going into mm -hmm. uh, into the future. Mm -hmm. When you were listing off the different museums in my head, I was thinking this would be the perfect way to plan a summer road trip through the province. That's the just... idea. That's, <laughs> that, yeah, no, I, the, the thought of this project is to be not only a reference point for people in the sector to get a sense mm -hmm. of the different museums, um, you know, maybe ones that are a bit further afield from where they're based, but might be mm -hmm. dealing with similar issues that they're they're coming up against in terms of development of their museums or the stability of of their institutions into the future. But also, there's this the um, the the whole idea of of listening to these interviews while on the road and then stopping in in these museums. And nine times out of ten, the people that are that are in the interviews are also the people that are mm -hmm. that are there that day and can can show you some of the items that we might not have uh, captured in the in the photography. So it's an attempt to kind of enliven that uh, mm -hmm. that that um, that history because when you're running a museum, you're you know you're thinking about uh, securing 
grant funding and building new ex exhibits to for the space, but possibly to travel. Uh, you're taking care of the collections. You're doing programming. You're doing all sorts of things, and in some and sometimes uh, you 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 don't have the time to step back and talk about the longer longer picture of of any given institution, and so. Uh, portraits works to kind of um, address that that larger um, perspective of, of these institutions. I love that. Um, so where where are you off to next? Are you hitting the road? Yeah, we we are we're in the fundraising uh, phase at the moment for both Okanagan and and the Kootenai region. Mm. And uh, so these are these are two areas that would be uh, executed separately. And in terms of the timing, we're looking to go for, for spring of this year and then uh, and then winter for or just before winter um, for either Okanagan or Kootenays. But that's uh, that's that's a process that uh, I'm kind of working through right now in terms of um, uh, fundraising for the project. So that's fantastic. Well, I wish you luck with your fundraising. Thank you so much. Thank you.